think that's pretty wow. Hmm. I think it's an extended version, this one. Goes on and on and on. Make you feel loved. <laughs> you know, it's important to remember that you are loved by the Lord so very much. And he really cares about you. Everything you do, everything you think, everything you feel, the Lord is there. He's with you and he wants to be a part of your life. And so I uh, decided to do a sermon today on, well, what it is to get your daily bread. <laughs> and I'm just also going to run through what it is for me when I go on my little tangents and, and get my downloads from the Lord with these things that happen in the world. Um, I know that we're all in the same boat, okay? So I want you to just get perspective. Yeah, this is happening to everybody, okay? You're not the only one. Um, we're all going through it. And it is strange. It really is. Um, I keep finding myself in these strange positions. And I think, well, what am I meant to be doing here? I feel like my life's on hold. <laughs> um... And we've got all these uh, different stories, you know, with what's going on. And, you know, sometimes I think, oh, I'm just really selfish, you know, because I just want to know what to do. But I don't think it is selfish. I think it's anxiety, it's stress, it's worries. And uh, we have to bring things back into perspective. And so, you know, if you were out of food, you'd go and eat. So if you're feeling this way, I think it's important to top up on the essential elements of what makes the Lord the most amazing, mighty Lord, King of Kings for us, his people, the remnant, the brothers and sisters in Christ who are spread all over the world, who need this reassuring, put you back into your perspective box. Mm hmm Okay, so uh, yesterday I was out at uh, a couple of shops and I ended up buying this book and it was called The Highlights of the Daily Bread or something like this. And I thought, hmm, actually, let me make sure I get the right name of the book because you may decide that you like the readings, in which case you can always go online and purchase this book. Uh, okay, by the way, it's got... I. Aisha from God FM. Okay, it's Our Daily Bread Favorites by Dehan Boff. Very nice little book. Um, I also, while I was out, bought another book called The Bedside Bible, arranged by Arthur Stanley. Totally recommend that as well. Very old, very beautiful book. Okay, so every day I share the daily light with everybody. Hmm. And uh, last week, I decided to include it in my sermon. And what I found with that is it really, really hit home every single topic that I covered in my sermon. And I thought, you know, I just feel that the Lord wants me to, to illustrate that they are daily verses for everybody. And they lift you up. They lift your spirits, you know, with the hustle and bustle of daily life. It is hard to keep a, pers a perspective on everything. 
So, <laughs> your daily bread is an essential element. And the way I look at it is by topping up with what the Lord is saying and what's important when you're a child of God. Because everything changes. When you're a child of God, everything becomes different. I also believe <laughs> that what the Lord is doing at the moment, he is in control of everything, of course. It's he's turning everything upside down. Uh, I'm watching many people divide and split up with partners, families dividing, many arguments, many disputes. It's very hard to watch, very upsetting. But this is all prophesied in the Bible. Hmm. Um, so, yes, while I was out yesterday, um, it occurred to me also that everything happens for a reason. And so, uh, as it was, um, I had planned something else in the morning and that quite didn't quite go to ahead. So I thought, well, I'll, I'll drive around for a bit, get some air. And I ended up picking up this amazing book. Uh, in fact, I bought some beautiful books. I do like books and I like to read. So that's my enjoyments. And so I was thinking, wow, oh, the Lord really wanted me to, to find this book. You know, things happen for a reason. I really believe this. Um, and he has to shut these doors to open up the new doors, which I've already covered last week. So when I think of getting our daily bread, um, I think it's essential at the moment to have communion with the Lord every day. Uh, I strongly recommend you get the daily light, which I, I really like. I don't read it every day myself. I share it. But I found the times when I do need to read it, you know, when I think I'm feeling a bit <laughs> not with it, I'll read it, and I always get so much from it. So um, the book I bought yesterday, I decided to look at the daily readings for that and also the daily lights. And th this is what I want to cover today. Um, and then we can we can build from there. Okay. So yesterday's um, daily light is called Behold, the Lamb of God. It is not possible for the blood of bulls and the goats and goats could take away sins. Therefore, when he came into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you have prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin, you had no pleasure. Then I said, Behold, I have come in the volume of the book. It is written of me. I, it's, sorry, to do your will, O oh God. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep before its shearers is silent. So he opened not his mouth. You were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold but with the precious blood of Christ, as a lamb without blemish and without spot, he indeed was manifest in these last times for you 
who through him believe in God, that your faith and hope are in God. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And you can find all of this reference, that material that is in this, is John 1, colon 29, Hebrews 10, colon 47, Isaiah 53, colon 7, 1 Peter 1, colon 18 to 21, and Revelation 5, colon 12. Okay. Now the evening I will hope continue and I will praise you yet more and more. Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ. Let us go on to perfection, not laying against the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God. The path of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. I love the Lord because he has heard my voice and my supplications, because he has inclined his ear to me. Therefore, I will call upon him as long as I live. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Praise is awaiting you, O God, in Zion. They do not rest day or night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord, God Almighty, Whoever offers praise glorifies me. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing in everything. Give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Psalm 71, colon 14. Philippians 3, colon 12. Hebrews 6, colon 1. Proverbs 4, colon 18. Psalm 116 colon 1 to 2 and 34 colon 1, 65 colon 1, Revelation 4 colon 8, Psalm 50 colon 23, 1 Thessalonians 5 colon 16 and Philippians 4 colon 4. While I was reading this, what went through my mind also is for those of us who have woken up, yeah, and we are followers of the Lord, we are all expecting the world to come to an end. Yes, I also want to bring it back into perspective that all of his disciples also believed it was at the end times for them. See, these end times are ongoing and there's different trials and tests that are being applied to all of us in different ways, shapes and forms in our lives, financially, emotionally, mentally with our family, with work. Um, and sometimes horrible things happen, wrong, the horrible people will come into your life. And it's the Lord's way of testing not just yourself, but to test others also. Yes. So I found this. <laughs> you see, the Lord is very meticulous. He's got a purpose for each one of us. And he's refining us like gold down here on earth. I believe this. So, um, it doesn't matter where, where you've reached. There is always room for improvement. 
<laughs> no one can be like God. <coughs> so, yes. Hmm. But it's very depressing in the world. Yes, it is. And so I want you to think, next time you're feeling, you know, a bit fluffy and, you know, just a bit drained and whatever, get your Bible out, read the Bible, get your daily light. Um, the Lord will send you many things, messages every day that will lift your spirits. But also doing things for other people. Just be real. Be you. Yeah, take back ownership of your happiness and your times. These people that are doing all of this have no jurisdiction on the light. We have authority over the darkness, over the, the demons. We do. As children of the Lord, that is our heritage. We've got an incredible amount to look forward to in the times to come. And this is important also. When the Lord blesses everybody and gives us our inheritance, provided we are written in the book of life, we've got so very much to look forward to. But I think it's also so very important that we build up our treasures in heaven. So in the everyday hustle and bustle, yeah, it's so easy to get distracted. But just remember what the focus should be on what Jesus Christ, our Savior, did for us. He purchased us, he redeemed us, and he is now there as our one-to-one -one priest. Yes, our mediator, but also he fills you up with love and comfort, joy, peace. If you're feeling rushed, anxious, just pray. You have to submit it over to the Lord and ask him to take over. You really do. Otherwise, you'll be battling along, and, and quite often you'll be fighting the Lord. Sometimes he has to change things around. He does. And sometimes he needs your attention. You know, um, he's very much like that, I found. Very, very loving. And it doesn't matter how big your problems are. It really doesn't. The Lord can sort it out. It may be a, a few adjustments, which might not be comfortable. Let's put it that way. But once you've reached the conclusion, you'll look up and you'll go, wow, thank you, Lord. That was amazing. And I've had this so many times in my life. And always, always put your trust in the Lord and not in man. Especially now with everything going on. I was just looking at an article uh, my friend sent me about the transvestites, yes. And they want to use the, the female and male bathrooms and, you know, these are men dressed as women going into our bathrooms, yes. And there's so many people who don't believe in God. And they're fighting because they don't want men in their bathrooms with their children, you know, the little girls and stuff. Yeah. Um, it's the female, isn't it, that's really under attack and the young children. And so my response to this was, eventually they will have to seek the Lord and seek righteousness. Because what the Lord is showing me has happened is they've removed the Lord from all the schools, yes, and from the prisons and, well, maybe not so much from the prisons, but 
you know, from everywhere. In the average hotels, you haven't got um, the Bibles as much. Yeah. And so people have, uh, certainly at school, uh, rejected the Lord. And so when you reject the Lord, what comes in is a replacement. It's a mirage and it's a copy. And it's a satanic copy version. It's not righteousness. It's evil. So first of all, people stop believing in God. They stop seeking God. And then lies and corruption and perversion comes in. And you see, this worshipping of Satan has come in as well. All the movie stars and the pop stars, they've all, you know, quite openly display who they worship. Yeah. I mean, if you're in any doubt where we are in the world, just watch your TV and see what they're doing in the schools and everything else. That all of these times are predicted. And we're not crazy. We're not conspiracy theorists. We're not, you know, anti, um, well, yes, we are. I am anti-gay and I'm anti-lesbians uh, and LGBT. Working for the Lord. I know that this is wrong. I know that there is still salvation for those people if they seek the Lord. But we can't have people like this leading our children um, and normalizing strange perversion and, and all of this. But this, I believe, has to happen because not enough people want the Lord. And he also says, I can't heal you unless you want to be healed. Yes. So you have to want to follow the Lord. These people, a lot of people still rejecting God. So this is why I think it's still happening like this. And it's still got a little way to go. But what I want you to remember is unlike the old days where we had to have this uh, union with the Lord through a priest or a building, we don't need that anymore because Jesus is the head priest. And we can now talk to the Lord at a one-to-one -one level. This is a very important thing to know because the Lord listens to you every single thing you say. Everything you're going through in your heart and your mind and your spirit, all those worries and niggles and anxieties, you can take it to the Lord. You need to take it to him because if you don't, it shows that you don't trust him. Yeah. And you have to be tested so that you know that you can trust the Lord because he'll show you that he you can trust him. And then you come through the trials and you go, wow, that was amazing. Yes. Oh, totally distracted there, but hopefully that will help you. Um, remember that if we have the Lord, yeah, and we're on our own completely, and the world comes against us, we will have victory. And I really believe this because the Lord tells me this in the Bible. That all the Bible stories, they're a clear illustration of the power of God. Yeah. Walking in the wilderness is a really good example. You know, with Moses and the guys, the 600,000 odd people, when they were wandering around the wilderness for 40 years, Moses got uptight with the Lord when they were hungry and they wanted meat. Yeah. Uh, and he had a bit of an attitude. And he said, well, what are we going to do? Where are we going to get all the meat then? You know, we're going to 
kill all the animals to feed the 600,000 people. <laughs> and, uh, and the Lord said, you know, you have little faith. And he rained quail down. And they had quail coming out of their ears. You see, whatever you need, the Lord can provide it. So in a way, the way I look at it is this is just like the wilderness, where we're in the wilderness. Yeah, Jesus rescued us, yeah, in the same way like Moses did, yeah. And then now we're in the wilderness for 40 years. Just like we were in slavery for 400 years before we were rescued, yeah. So we're in a similar sort of thing where it's going to be a similar type of exodus scenario when the Lord comes and does his, you know, shaking his boots, yeah? It's going to be great. It really is. But you must look forward to it. And I want you to remember that you make your own memories as we are now because it is otherwise very depressing. And I don't want you to be depressed. I want you to know that this is all part of God's plan and you can get enjoyment even in the most difficult, horrible times through your one-to-one relationship with the Lord. He wants that. He doesn't want you sharing him in the way like you would with other people. He wants a one-to-one intimate relationship with you. And he wants you to cling on to him, to run to him when you've got a problem. He doesn't want you to run to anyone else. He just wants you to run direct to him. Please don't ever forget this. Because since I've called this the daily bread, let's explain why I've also called it that. So the manna, in the times we were in the wilderness, we were given manna. And manna was a type of, it looked a bit doughy, um, and it had like a honey and milky flavor, and it was soft, soft dough. And the Lord would float that down every day, and we'd eat that. And in a way, because Jesus is the bread of life, we're being fed manna in the wilderness right now. Yeah? And we have access to it every day. But it's up to us to get that daily bread. And you can get this, as I say, through daily light messages, all sorts of different things. They'll put you in a whole new different frame of mind. Totally wonderful. Okay. Let's go on to today's daily light. Uh, the morning. Consider what great things he has done for you. You shall remember that the Lord your God led you all the way these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you and to test you, to know what was in your hearts, whether you would on the page. <laughs> keep his commandments or not. You should know in your heart that as a man chastens his son, so the Lord your God chastens you. I know, O Lord, that your judgments are right and that your faithfulness, you have afflicted me. It is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I may learn your statutes. Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I keep your word. The Lord has chastened me severely, but he has not given me over to death. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, 
nor punished us according to our iniquities. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy towards those who fear him. He knows our frame. He remembers that we are dust. And you can find the references for this in 1 Samuel 12 colon 24, Deuteronomy 8 colon 22 colon 5, and Psalm 119 colon 75 and 71 and 67 and 118 colon 18, 103 colon 10 to 11 and 14. The evening one is the blessed hope and glorious appearance of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ. This hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which enters the presence behind the veil, where the forerunner has entered for us, even Jesus. Heaven must receive him until the times of restoration of all things. When he comes in that day to be glorified in his saints and to be admired among all those who believe, the whole creation groans and labors with birth pangs together until now. Not only that, but we also, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, groan within ourselves, eagerly awaiting for the adoption and redemption of our body. Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we should be, but we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. I am coming quickly. Amen. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. And you can find this in Titus 2, colon 13, Hebrews 6, colon 19, Acts 3, colon 21, Thessalonians 1 colon 10, Romans 8 colon 22 to 23, 1 John 3 colon 2, and Colossians 3 colon 4, Revelation 22 colon 20. Also, just had a little download. Bing, bing. Okay. So, what the Lord's just showing me is that He wants me to talk about the Spirit. That's very beautiful. Oh, hmm, so nice this is. Okay. So when the Lord Jesus came here, he's referred to as the first fruit, yes. And he sowed his seed, and this earth is like a farm. And so when you plant seeds, you have to give it water, and you have to give it sunshine for the seeds to grow. Yeah. And that's just like the spirit which he's left with us. Yeah. And some will grow in rocky ground. Some will go in weak soil. Uh, some will be near the water and get wishy washed away. But each one is built, it's its own plant. But it's all the seed of God. Isn't that amazing? So that's where I discussed this last week. It doesn't matter whether you're on your own and you haven't got any friends. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you've got no mates. It doesn't matter. You need to just remember that if you've got the Lord, you don't need anything. Learn to enjoy the company of the Lord and you won't need anything. So the seeds that he's planted are being germinated as we're speaking. 
all at different phases, different seasons, um, and for different reasons, for different jobs. Yes, all according to the will of the Lord. Isn't that lovely? I think that's very clever. I really do. Yes. And so don't be frustrated with others who aren't waking up because their time will come if it's meant to happen. You can pray for them. You can. I think as well, one of the things I've noticed about me is because I've changed so much, I don't really know myself. (laughs) And so sometimes I find myself looking at myself thinking, am I as nice as I'm appearing to be? Or am I just acting? And this is what happens because you've got a template from the Bible of how God wants you to behave. The more you try and please the Lord, the more you will become like the Lord Jesus. And in this way, you will also be planting seeds about the Lord and the Bible. Never ever doubt yourself. When you meet people and you want to tell them about the Lord, just be brave. The Spirit will speak for you. I've had it, you know, where I thought, I won't tell them because I feel a bit shy, you know. And then I'll tell them about the Lord and they'll be responsive, you know. I can see that their brain cogs are going and they are processing what I'm showing them and they want to hear more. Sometimes also when you speak to people, you can see that their eyes are open, but they're not receiving the message. But it might be going in deep down beyond your understanding, back into the subconscious. You see also, it's important to remember, since we're talking about the spirit, It's only those people who have the Spirit who are able to understand the Word of God. Those people who have the Spirit can hear the Lord and the Lord can hear them. Jesus says, my sheep can hear my voice. I'm the good shepherd and I can hear them also. So never forget that because this means you're very special, very, very special. You know, don't ever doubt yourself. You are going to be so amazing by the time the Lord has refined you to what he wants. And you can say to the Lord, look, what do you want me to work on? It's all about the spirit which you have with you. So you have all the tools you need. Really? So it doesn't matter how terrible it is in the world, just shut the doors. Speak to God. Hey, how are we doing up there? Please help me. Be a better person. (sighs) And the more you read the Word of God, the more the Word of God comes alive inside you. It really does. So I'm finding, uh, when I read the Bible, I read it for the story. Yeah, and then afterwards I found that I would have dreams and the Lord was explaining the different levels of the words within the Bible and the different meanings of the words and how they have different spiritual levels within them. And it's a supernatural thing. 
because we're in a physical world. It's all about 3D, 4D, 5D. The spiritual realm is right next to the physical realm. You can't see it, but it's, it does mean, this means it still exists. You can't see it, just like you need air to breathe and you can't see air. So also the spiritual world is right next to you. You must also know that if you are completely saved and you are not a sinner, as in you, you stop your sinning, you have a veil around you, like the tent of meeting. Oh, this is very beautiful, Lord. Wow, this is so beautiful. Yes. So you've got a tent veil around you. And when you come to the Lord, you basically come in a invisible tent that you come and speak to the Lord. And this veil is around you to protect you. It's the holy place. It's your one-to-one time with the Lord at a one-to-one level without anybody else around you. That's why it's intimate. And this is where the spirit fills you and gives you all the energy that you need, lifts your spirit back up. This only happens when you're reborn. When you're reborn in Christ and you've surrendered all your sins, you've acknowledged you're a sinner, you've asked Jesus into your life, you've acknowledged that Jesus is the Son of God, then you've got the heritage of being a child of God. And like Moses in the tent of meeting, you now can go into that tent of meeting. (laughs) So beautiful that is. And you don't need anyone else because we are the temple of the Lord. So you don't need to worry. Please. Don't let this world get you down. This is all part of our test. I mean, if it's any help to you, I've had a horrendous week this week with all sorts of things that have gone wrong. But this is all part of your test. Because also, how will you enjoy the good times unless you have some bad times? So you need to have a bit of both, don't you? So you can see and you can compare and you can decide that you want to be righteous and you want to be good because you don't like the evil that you've experienced. Right, now we're going to go on to the daily bread. The daily bread starts with Romans 5, it tells me, to read. So we're going to read Romans 5. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have a peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand, and we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person someone might possibly dare to die. 
But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since we have now been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? For if, while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? Not only this, so, not only is this so, but we also boast in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation, death through Adam, life through Christ. Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man and death through sin, and in this way came to all people, death came to all people because all sinned, to be sure, sin was in the world before the law was given, but sin is not charged against anyone's account where there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from the time Adam to the time of Moses, even over those who did not sin by breaking a command, as did Adam, who is a pattern of the one to come. But the gift is not like the trespass, for if the many died by the trespass of one man, how much more did God's grace and the gift that came by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, overflow to the many? Nor can the gift of God be compared with the result of one man's sin. The judgment followed one sin and brought condemnation. But the gift followed many trespasses and brought justification. For if by the trespass of the one man death reigned through that one man, how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in the life through the one man, Jesus Christ? Consequently, just as one trespass resulted in condemnation, for all people, so also righteous, one righteous act resulted in justification and life for all people. For just as through, dis through the disobedience of one man, the many were made sinners, so also through the obedience of the one man, the many will be made righteous. The law was brought in so that the trespass might increase. But where sin increased, grace increased all the more, so that just as sin reigned in death, so also grace might reign through righteousness to bring eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So this again just illustrates everything I've been saying. So you had to have death in order to have life, just like when the Lord made everything, he created the darkness first, yeah, and then the light came. So there was darkness, and the light came from that. So in the same way, all of this darkness brings the light, and this is important. So now I'm going to be looking at the daily bread for yesterday. And this is, we have just read Romans, the captive are freed. Reconciled to God by the death of his son, 
We shall be saved by his life. Romans 5, colon 10. A letter written by Dr. C.I. Schofield recounts the experience of the Bible teacher who has been so greatly used by the Lord, it reads in part. The all but universal habit of drink among the men of my time overmastered me. I was not a victor in the battle of life, but a ruined and hopeless man who, despite all my struggles, was fast bound in chains of my own forging. I had no thought of Christ. There was no hope that in a church sometime I might hear and believe the gospel, for I never attended. But then the Saviour took up the case. Men were beginning to turn away from me. But the Lord of glory sought me. Through Thomas MacFetus, a joyous, hopeful soul, Jesus Christ offered himself to me, that human wreck. From a worn pocket testament, MacFetus read to me the great deliverance message passages. And when I asked, like the Philippian jailer of old, what must I do to be saved? He just read them again and we knew, and uh, we knelt and I received Jesus as my savior. And oh, put it on into the story, put it big and plain. Instantly the chains were broken, never to be forged again. The passion for drink was taken away, put in instantly. So this is very, very beautiful. Make it plain. Don't say he strove with his sin of drink and came off victor. He did nothing of the kind. Divine power did it. Holy of grace. To Christ be all the glory. The Lord Jesus Christ died on the cross that we might be saved from the guilt of sin. He lives to deliver us from its power. There is only one who can snap us out of these sins and free us from the chains of death. He breaks the power of cancelled sin. He sets the prisoner free. His blood can make the foulest clean. His blood availed for me. When God forgives sin, he purges the record, erases the remembrance and empowers the recipient. So next time you take your problems to God, I want you to try this. You've recorded it. You've taken it to the Lord. You you happily go through with the Lord that you have remembrance of Jesus Christ dying on the cross. You know that you're a sinner. You're reminding yourself that back to that humble child again and surrendering everything over then empowers you and you are filled with the spirit of power from the Lord Jesus. That's how I read that. But also, it's very interesting that we go off in our own direction because we are trying to conduct our lives in this material world, material world, which it is, and it is hard because we want to be spiritual, but our flesh tells us other things. It does. So it's always a battle between a physical and a spiritual. So in order for you to be a victor, you need to always take the spiritual to the Lord and all this, the physical stuff 
the material world stuff, you have to surrender it to God. Don't go to man. Don't lean on your own understanding. Take it all to the Lord. Because also, you don't want to sin. Yeah. So by taking it to the Lord, you're surrendering it to him. By other people getting involved, they could lead you to sin without intending to. Yeah. (laughs) Or you might make the wrong decisions, which will corner you even more. So you only really get into problems when you don't take your problems to God. So take the problems to God first. Then you won't be swimming in problems because then you'll be swimming in fresh water, the holy water, with a renewal of your strength. So this is very important as well. Um, So, okay. Now we've also got our daily bread um, for the 29th. Um, Oh, okay. Yeah. I've read that to you. Sorry, I'm just getting a bit confused about where I am. Okay. Yes. In our Hebrews, in our um, daily bread, we've got for today... Hebrews 5. Every high priest is selected from among the people and is appointed to represent the people in matters related to God to offer gifts and sacrifices for sins. He is able to deal gently with those who are ignorant and are going astray since he himself is subject to weakness. This is why he has to offer sacrifices for his own sins as well as the sins of the people and no one takes this honor on himself but he receives it when called by God just as Aaron was in the same way Christ did not take on himself the glory of becoming a high priest but God said to him you are my son today I've become your father and he says in another place you are a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek During the days of Jesus' life on earth, he offered up prayers and petitions and fervent cries and tears to the one who could save him from death. And he was heard because he was reverent in submission. Son, through his, though he was, he learned obedience from what he suffered. And once made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him, and was designated by God to be the high priest in the order of Melchizedek. I say that wrong. (laughs) So that just confirms everything I've been saying as well. Yeah. Um, And now I've got a warning against falling away. Because we always get led away if we're not careful. If we don't go to God first, we will get led astray. It's important to have a real perspective of what life's about. And it is a spiritual war with the physical. So you've got to take all your worries to God so that your spirit can be released to do the work for you. So that your spirit leads you ahead of your flesh. So your flesh isn't leading you anymore. That's the way I see it. I hope that helps you. That's just in from the Lord. Okay. We have much to say about this, but it is hard to make it clear to you because no longer, because you no longer try to understand. In fact, though by this time you ought to be teachers, 
You need someone to teach you the elementary truths of God's word all over again. You need milk, not solid food. Anyone who lives on milk, being still an infant, is not acquainted with the teaching about righteousness. But solid food is for the mature, who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. So, just getting a download now. Okay. So, the important things to remember is if you were to be working in a cash office in a bank and you had false notes, the only way you would know that they were false notes is because you've been handling real cash for some time and you'd know the weight, the feel, the touch um, of the money and the size and the thickness and everything else and the way it sounds when you when you strap it down on the table and you go, yeah. So in the same way, the more you read the Bible and get to know the Word, the more you be, become comfortable with the truth. Not only in the Word format of what's written, but spiritually, emotionally, mentally, and also physically, the Word manifests and becomes real, and you become familiar with it. This is now a known thing to you, but it can fall away if you don't keep reading and seeking the Lord. So then you get lost because if you're not with the truth, then you're on the fence and you can get distracted and pulled away. Yeah, it's because the Lord Lord loves you so much that he's given us this beautiful Bible that you can get everything you need from the Bible because it fills the spirit with all that energy and um, the light and the life and the truth and your discernment between lies and truth. Yeah. So the more you become familiar and comfortable with the word and the way of the Lord, it'll become second nature to you. You know, I found this. The more you read the Bible, this is what happens. Hmm. Okay, so today's daily light is um, the 29th, and it's uh, called Dirty White Flamingos, Hebrews 5, colon 14. We told us to read that, and we have done. The Paralistic magazine relates, a flamingo struts around on long, thin legs like a crane, has a lengthy extended neck like the, like, and possesses, unique rosy red plumage. You might judge it to be a rather funny-looking creature, but actually it is very attractive. Well, some years ago, the San Antonio 200 managed to get some of those exotic birds. At first, the keepers were very fussy about them, serving them fresh shrimp and dried flies imported all the way from Mexico. As a result of this special, carefully controlled diet, the flamingos remained healthy and looked beautiful in their lovely red feathers. Then the zoo became economical. They cut out the regular fare and instead fed them a mixture of dog meal and vegetables. But that was the mistake. Soon the flamingos' red feathers faded to a sickly pink and then turned a dirty white. Realizing their mistake, the zookeepers put the birds back on their shrimp and Mexican fly diet, and it it estimated that within six months, the birds' feathers 
would regain their full color, red color again. Those Sant Antonio flamingos remained, uh, reminded me of what happens to a Christian who gets on the wrong road, on the wrong diet, even as those birds, when improperly fed, developed an abnormal condition and presented a very poor appearance. So do a Christian whose diet consists of the husks of this world will quickly lose his spiritual vitality. Failing to partake in the meat of God's word, he becomes maciated with his inner resources thus weakened. He easily succumbs to the temptations of the devil and becomes unattractive in his daily walk. The believer's life, however, should ever be colorful and appealing. What kind of diet are you on? Does it call for a change? If so, let it be one of the feasting upon the meat of God's word. Hmm. Remember the dirty white flamingos. And as a Christian, avoid an equally off color. Let your testimony shine to others as well. Let your life speak well of Jesus Christ every day. Own his right to every service you can pay. Sinners you can help to win if your life is pure and clean and you keep the joy bells ringing in your heart. The word of of the Lord is alive and living and is ready to rebuke and cut. And it gets rid of sin because it cuts out the sin. And it will do it in you as well. This will happen wherever you go. The more you become comfortable with the word, um, the more you will love the word. And don't rely on other people's interpretation of the Bible. If you're struggling to know what to do with the Bible, please watch the Bible series on YouTube. It's an eight-episode series. And they're one hour long, and it's really, really good. And uh, also, you know the Lord says, come to me like a child. Yeah. Well, it occurred to me yesterday when I was buying some Bibles, uh, I was saying, if you've got children's Bibles, that would be great, because I actually really like to give children's Bibles to adults. And they looked at me and they said, really? I said, yes, because we are meant to come to the, the Lord like children. And the Bible is such a big book, so hard to know where to start with it. It really is. So please, get yourself a children's little Bible or children's stories and start reading that. Really, it'll help you. Get yourself into the stories. Um, it's very interesting, it is. Um, I know someone who's read the Bible and they're not really godly people. Yeah, it's very interesting. He was in prison and... But he believes in some form of God. And I said to him, I said, well, I think it's because you haven't got the spirit. See, you have to get the spirit. The only way you're going to get the spirit is if you acknowledge that you're a sinner. You acknowledge that Jesus is your Lord and Savior. But also you have to repent. You have to repent uh, and admit you're a sinner and surrender. <sighs> but also... Once you've received this spirit, you really get it, I believe, as well, from your 
um, being reborn and baptized. It's like a recipe. Hmm. You want all the ingredients so that the Lord can use you in every shape and form. And there's nothing worth fighting for in this world anymore. Really, it's wicked. So all we can do is put all our hope into the Lord. And what I mean by this is with your daily bread, your daily readings. Yes, I, I was talking to you with uh, Connie on uh, Telegram, and she was saying that she gets a Bible verse, uh, a, a book out and reads and listens to it every day. And I said, you know, that's very good. It's a very good idea. So if you were to read the Bible, it's 700 and something pages. You'd only need to read two pages a day. And you can get through the Bible. Start at the beginning and just get going with it. There's no day like today. Today's the perfect day to start reading your Bible. It really is. And when you do do it, you will have to pray. <coughs> and say to the Lord, please, Lord, don't let anyone interrupt me. <laughs> Keep me secure. Come to the Lord in the tent of meeting, like I was saying. Come to him, surrender. He's made it available for us all. Don't have to go to Moses. We don't have to fear the Lord. You know, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> when uh, Moses was getting the laws from the Lord, the Lord actually came down and spoke to the people at the bottom of the mountain. And uh, the people were very frightened of God. And they said to Moses, no, no, we don't want, we don't want to hear from the Lord again. We're scared of him. So uh, Moses did it all for us. And so don't be frightened of God, please. He knows everything about you. You just got to surrender. Be like a child. None of us are perfect, you know. And there's no sin that he can't forgive. He did come for the sinner. And we need to fill up to keep ourselves going the fuel of that bread. Because Jesus is our daily bread and he is also our daily sacrifice. And he's able to provide all our, for all our needs. Yes, I believe this. I believe even if you didn't eat any food and you just drank water, you'd be all right. Quite some time, at least 40 days, like Jesus. Yes, this physical world is different. I also think fasting is very good. It's very good at connecting to the Lord at a spiritual level. Please also don't forget that uh, Daniel had to pray for 21 days to the Lord before he got a reply and an answer. Okay, so it can take a bit of time, but it doesn't mean he's not listening. He knows, and he commands his angels around his loved ones. So you can just pray, always pray. You can pray for your family. You can pray for your situation. You can pray, pray that the Lord will show you the truth about a situation, which way to go with situations, what to do, because he's in control. He's in control of everything in the world. I believe everything is happening as a part of his judgment of the world. That's what I believe. 
So yes, try and get yourself a daily light. Or uh, if you want the daily light, you can always email me, admin at godfm.org.uk. Um, I also post it on Telegram. Um, you can find Pod, uh, God, God FM on Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, Samsung, Chrome, Apple, BitChute, Rumble. Um, a lot of my sermons, I do videos now uh, just to keep you entertained. Uh, sometimes I don't always do it. But um, uh, I do lots of different videos now. So, you, you know, if you wanted to, you could watch them as well. Um, but all my sermons are on Podbean. Um, and it's very easy to sign in, give it an email and a password. And we're also on Spotify, Love Heart Radio. We're on all the platforms. And hopefully this will help you. Remember the Lord loves you and he walks with you. His, his name is I Am. And I say, I am going to the shop. So I know he's with me. I know the devil's dead because his name's lived backwards. Yeah. Uh, Jesus is the light and he is the word and the darkness cannot comprehend it or overcome it. So you're only in the darkness if you sin and you follow lies. So to keep from falling away and following lies, you've got to keep surrendering to God and saying, I just don't know what's going on in the world. Need your help. And you can have your own little world in the tent of meeting. Like I've already said as well. The Lord will fill you with peace and joy. He doesn't like to see you upset. You must remember that also. He likes it when you come to him. Because then he can show off. He can. <laughs> and uh, there is a phrase. Because I had a neighbor downstairs who used to live there. And she'd get down. And I'd always say, always look on the bright side of life. And she'd always smile. And the other one is, if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Boom, boom. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Boom, boom. So stop worrying about what's going on in the world. Just get up close and personal with the Lord. Get your daily bread. Start feeding on the daily bread of the Lord. And you will feel very full and nourished. And it is true what he was saying about the milk and the honey. The more you feed on the word, the more you can have the meat, which is the, the real content of the Bible and the understanding of it. But the less you read, the more it'll just be like milk and honey. Because just like a child needs to go on milk and honey and then uh, it's on the sloppy food and then it can slowly have solids. And have you noticed with children, they don't speak. Yeah. For the first six, first uh, 12 months, well, nearly two years, they're not talking properly. It's mama, dad, da. So in the same sense, we, when we're learning the word, we won't be able to speak with authority and understanding because we're like a child. Yeah. Unless we do a fast track of really, really studying the word. Yeah. But also, there's a lot of people who are giving the word and they are misled. They haven't got the spirit. Some of them aren't really Christians. They've got a different agenda. So you need to be careful who you believe and who you listen to and whose interpretation of the Bible you're going to receive. It's better just to go to the spirit. Because when I read the Bible, um, I said to the Lord, well, 
Yeah, I'm going to read your Bible, like you told me. And uh, <laughs> when I struggled with certain sections, I'd just say, oh, please help me, I don't understand that. And I'd sit and cry, you know. I'd get so frustrated with myself. And I believe it's the spirit that opens your eyes spiritually so you, you can understand the word. And so it's the Holy Spirit itself that will teach you. So it's it would be a waste, wouldn't it, if you think about it, this is what I'm getting from the Lord. So if if you were to go and listen to lots of other people's interpretation, when you've got the Spirit inside you because your heart's pure with the Lord, it'd be a waste to receive the message wrongly and interpret it wrongly when you could have read it yourself and interpreted it your own way. Um, it's like you can't teach an old dog new tricks. That's also something I'm just getting in from the Lord. So if you've got a company and you get a youngster in, sometimes they'll bring really good ideas. But old people have been there for years. They want to do it the same old way um, and they don't want to change or look at different ways of doing things. In fact, they feel threatened by it. So um, it's actually good to open the Bible with fresh eyes, new eyes, um, because we are called Israel, as in, you know, able to see what's real, the truth. Um, so I believe in this way you will receive it also from the Bible. So I think that brings me to a close on this sermon. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. This is your daily bread. It's Ayesha from God FM. And I'm going to do a sinner's prayer to close. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that you came to earth and died on the cross for my sins. I know that you are the Son of God. I know that I am a sinner and I beg forgiveness for my sins. I wish to follow you. I'm washed clean by the blood of Jesus Christ. I cast out all demons, hexes, curses, witchcraft, Satan and his cronies in the name of Jesus. And if my family have followed pagans, witchcraft, Satanism, Freemasons or the Masons or any tarot readers, Ouija board or any pagan festivals, I ask that you release us now from any generational curses and break those chains. In the name of Jesus, I am saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. I thank you, Father, for loving a wretch like me. Please also... Provide for me all the things I need financially, emotionally, mentally, physically, that I will not embarrass you and steal or do anything wrong. Please keep me on the narrow path. Walk with me, walk before me, straighten my path before me. Please send your angels uh, to command around me, any demonics away, and that all the demons will see me and be petrified and flee. I pray for all people listening to have financial stability and a home and a vehicle uh, or whatever it is you need, uh, transport, job, that all of your needs are provided for and nourishment of your heart like you've never felt it before, full of joy and peace and happiness from the Lord, that you may know the Lord's love and you will just be totally blown away. I pray this now. And also, I pray that anyone feeling unwell, the Lord will remove any illness in the name of Jesus. I pray this now. I pray that the Lord blesses all of you. And that, remember, we must pray for each other so all join through the Spirit. The Lord loves us all. Don't also be careful to not judge others. 
Yes, because everyone's on a different level of this journey. We can only pray for those. Um, so I pray that you have an amazing day. I thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross, for resurrecting us from the pits of hell and saving us from darkness, sin and death and giving us life and light and peace and joy and happiness. May all these bow before you, before your holy name and sing your praises, King of glory. Thank you, Jesus. It's Aisha from God FM. Take care. Bye-bye.